welcome, weirdos, to our Project Weird podcast. I'm Danny Kay, uh, creator of Project Weird and obviously host of this podcast. And this is episode one. It's super exciting for me. I always wanted to do this. I'm super nervous and, you know, ready to get into it. So I wasn't sure, you know, what to do and where to start, but um, I'm reminded of a quote from the March Hare and Mad Hatter from Disney's Alice in Wonderland that start at the beginning. When you come to the end, stop. So I guess that's a good start. Um, although when I was looking at the quote, I thought I'd share with you that in the book, I had forgotten, but the king actually says it, uh, not the Mad Hatter. So it was kind of Disney's uh, artistic license to change it, but it's something I learned and um, wanted to share. Um, but I think that it's a good idea, regardless of what fictional character said it, that we start at the beginning. And I tell you a little bit about how Project Weird came to be, who I am, um, where I got the name, and um, hopefully that'll give you some insight into what this podcast is going to be about, and you continue to listen. Um, so we'll dive right in. Um, so I created Project Weird as kind of an experiment. Um, you know, I grew up really wanting to do something exciting and creative. And I never really knew what it was. I was always so envious of people that knew what they wanted to do, went after their dreams, accomplished them, which is great. Um, had amazing careers and, you know, because they always just knew who they wanted to be and what they wanted to do. That was never me. I never had those types of goals. I always kind of like got intrigued by things and excited by things and then pursued those. And if it wasn't what I was interested in, I, I moved on. Um, and I think, you know, that probably happens to most people and even people that did know to follow their dreams, how often does it also change, you know, as you get older and as your goals and needs change, you might want to, you know, take that left turn in life and start something different. Um, I think the hardest part about it is where do you start? What do you do? Right. Um, and do you think it's too late? Well, it's obviously not too late. It's obviously something that you can start at any time. And um, really, the hardest part about it is doing it when you already have obligations and things you have to do. You know, are you a student? You're already going to college. Are you, do you have a second job? Do you have to do that to support your college? Are you married? Do you have kids? Do you own a house and you have to maintain it? Do you have all these other obligations? I mean, a day job. I mean, even that's taxing enough. Do you have two day jobs? What do you need to do in order to put things in that you want to do amongst all these other things that you have to do? And as you get older, there's more and more obligations, right? You have a lot more stress. Um, but I don't discount the stresses of younger people trying to find those initial goals and go after them. So, I mean, for me, I founded Project Weird because I was in the middle of that life going and going and going and I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I did what any normal person did was you went to school and then you graduated high school and then you went to college and then you found a partner and then you got married and then you had a kid and then you got a house. And I was doing all these things and happy doing them, but it wasn't super fulfilling of what I felt my ideal lifestyle was. Problem um, was, I didn't know what that ideal lifestyle was, what part was missing from my life. So I just kept adventuring, you know, doing crafts, um, exploring art, writing, going on adventures, um, having bucket lists, doing different things in the hopes that I would find something. 
And what I realized was, was all of those things culminating together was what Project Weird was. And also, I had to traverse having to find, I had to traverse all of this kind of minefield of life because it was about me going to work all day and then coming home and trying something new on the weekend. Or my child has obligations and I want to be there for her. But what else did I have to do in order to be happy? So I created Project Weird as an experiment. I put all the things that I want to do and fit it into the things I have to do in my day-to-day, right? How do I fit in the time? How is it too late in life for me to pursue certain adventures or go, you know, and explore other opportunities for myself and my future? Will the people around me understand that I'm experimenting with my life and trying to make a change? You know, there's other people that are influenced by your change and it's going to affect them so much that your relationships are going to change. So I became the subject of the project, right? A project weird. I'm the subject and and it's still ongoing. And, you know, a project is something you're continuing to work on. You're building, you have successes, you have failures. You may have to be agile and change your direction because the project isn't working anymore. So this was kind of how I, I created Project Weird is all of those different influences, all of the things I've learned and everything I want to do all in one place and finding the time to fit it all in and continuing to be a work in progress. So I thought that while I'm pursuing all of this. I can share with you my hits and misses, ways that I organize my time, ways that I organize my space in order to not burn myself out, or because I do suffer from chronic anxiety, not increase my anxiety because doing the stuff I want to do should not become another job and a passion and make you insane. It should make, it should be kind of woven into the things that you already do in life. You know, you have to do your laundry, you have to pay your rent or your bills, you have to feed people, you know, yourself or your children, or, you know, you have to be respectful of your roommates and you have to do, you know, you have to do all of these things that are taxing. So minimizing what you have to do with them in order to make time for the things that you want to do and pursue makes your life a little bit better and gives your life a little bit more of an experience and excitement. So that's kind of what Project Weird is about and my goals for what I hope to do to and accomplish with my project and share with you my experiences. So hopefully they're funny, hopefully they're insightful and they help you out with your project. Another thing I wanted to tell you was just how the name came about. Obviously I told you how project happened, um, you know, that ongoing process. But the word weird actually is um, spelled W-Y-R-D for a reason. I was, I always liked the term weird. Um, it's considered strange, otherworldly. People don't really know how to categorize um, something that they, so they just say it's weird. You know, it's out of the ordinary. It's something that maybe makes you a little bit uncomfortable or maybe is so strange that your brain and your, your own personal views can't really process it. So it's just taken as strange and, and ultimately weird, right? So I really wanted that to be part of the name. You know, I really have learned throughout my whole life to embrace being weird. Um, I think when you're younger, it's a little bit harder. There's a lot more stresses to kind of assimilate and be part of the group as opposed to when you get older, when you can kind of like do what you want and, and be on your own. But 
you know, then there's the structure of work and your job and you can't just be who you want to be. There's certain social norms and things. So society almost puts a lot of restrictions on you. And if you go against a lot of those norms, you are considered weird. So in me kind of creating this project, I thought weird was appropriate. How the term changed though, was when I did the history of the word. I just kind of like wanted to know the background, you know, sometimes words have kind of cool origin stories. And this one was kind of cool because weird wasn't always the meaning of strange or otherworldly. It was actually the term that spelled W-Y-R-D was um, actually knowing one's fate or personal destiny. And then over time, it changed to weird. And they actually attribute it right around the time when Shakespeare started working and had the Weird Sisters. Weird Sisters were these you know, really ugly and frightening creatures that told the future, but because of their appearance and how they were described, the term weird almost changed into being that strange otherworldly term, as opposed to what they were really knowledgeable about, which was about future and destiny. So I thought it was kind of cool to use the word weird because it's about doing things your way, creating your future, your destiny, but it's going to be maybe strange or unusual. It'll be a little bit outside of the box. It'll be something that's just a little bit exciting. And it doesn't mean I want an entire new career. It could just mean, hey, I want to see some other movies in my life, or I want to travel more, or I want to grow my fingernails. Like you don't know what your personal goals are, but it just makes your life a little bit more about what you want. Taking control of that, taking control of how you are going to spend your time is really where the name came, came about. So after I created this, I said, okay, well, if I want to create Project Weird, I want to build all of this stuff and I want to have my, you know, projectweird.com and I want to have a social media account. I want to help people with like downloads and selling my artwork and my writing. There's a lot going on there. How do I do that with all the things I'm doing? You know, a house. I was recently separated from my husband. We were together for 20 years and now I'm doing everything on my own. I'm maintaining that house that I bought by myself. I've never owned a house before. I have a child. I have a full-time job. I had all these things already here. So what do I do to create that time. So not only is it about grasping life, but it's like, okay, well, where do I find the freaking time to actually make that happen? Because I have a long enough day. How am I going to fit this crap in? And usually the things that we want to do are the first things to get knocked off the list when other stuff happens, right? So it's about finding that time. So that's where the organization comes in. You know, my anxiety and living with that has made me be really organized because that helps me get the thoughts out of my head and structure it so I feel that everything is getting taken care of and it reduces my anxiety. It also will allow me to kind of take a step back and go, okay, great. If I move a couple of things around, I have time to do this and I can make this fun thing happen or I can paint today or I can record my podcast today. Something like that where where I can help you carve out that time without totally changing up your whole life and and having something else drop. It's about, you know, engaging in that things that you want to do and engaging in your life a little bit more where you're not just going through the motions anymore. The podcast is, I hope, a little bit more of a playground for me. That's where I, what I wanted to do that not only can I share like my, my opinions about what we should do as far as making time for ourselves and being supportive of your goals and trying to offer some support. I do that on my website as well, but 
I want this place to be like to share opinions and my various adventures or what I learned or just talk about what I binge watched the following weekend. I want to be able to have this be little pieces of me and what I do because that's the fun part of life. And some of the fun is work. Some of the fun is I got to sit here and listen to my own voice and then edit my own voice and then share my own voice with everyone and pray people want to hear this voice, you know? Um, And that's going to be really hard work, but the podcast overall is the fun. So I think that it's going to be great. I hope that you think it's going to be great. I hope that you stick around and listen to further episodes by me. I hope that you engage with the podcast. Tell me what you want to hear about and problems that you're having that I could try to help organize, or maybe I've had a similar experience and we can talk about it. So for this intro podcast to tell you a little bit about me and the Project Weird overall goal, I wanted to just leave you with um, five things that I learned to start fitting in what you want to do from the things you have to do. Just a few takeaways so you can kind of get a grasp of like some of the things that I hope to share with you in the future. And I hope you share with me some of the things that work for you. So what's better than just a quick top five list before we go? We love lists. And hopefully this will kind of get your thoughts in motion where you said, you know, I've always wanted to blah, blah, blah. And you know what? That'll help. So the first one is you can start at any age and any stage. It doesn't really matter what stage of life you're at, whether you're 15, 25, 35, 65, 85, there's something you wanted to do, just get started. It's never too late and you do have time. There is ways to do it, but don't let it's too late now become your mantra because it's not too late. For number two, make your goal just as important as your mortgage, your rent, make it as important as food shopping every week. Maybe not as important as your family. Family and friends are pretty important, but your your dreams and your goals should be incorporated into your everyday life. That way it becomes that thing. You know, when you wake up on Saturday, you do A, B, and C on Saturday. And then on Mondays, you end up doing A, B, and C on Monday. And you know, every other Tuesday, this happens, or every Thursday, you listen to this podcast, which is when we're going to be posting them. Those are things that will eventually, you'll carve out the time because it's part of the natural order of things. And that's what you want it to be is kind of in there, in there. So it doesn't become a chore that's kind of, you know, scratching at you and like saying like, oh, you got to do this, you got to do this. And then it just becomes like, well, I don't have time and you drop. So make it a really important aspect of your life at all times. Next is make a to-do list. The best thing to do is to just brain dump. Like get every idea you've ever had, no matter how small, how big, what you need, equipment you need, stuff you need to do like classes or or online research or colors you want to pick out or crafts you want to, anything you want to do. Even if it's like, I want to, like I had mentioned, I want to see more movies. Why don't we start with a list of the movies that you want to see, right? It's totally easy. Making this list is like the best means of accomplishing part of your goal, but also procrastinating. Like how many times are we just sitting in front of the TV watching, you know, something good, something entertaining where you can just sit there and make your little list. Like it could get done super easy and it's out of your head. It's no longer this abstract idea. It's more of, you know, tangible now. You wrote it down. It's in the universe. And that'll be a way to start incorporating it because now you can like see it. It's visual, it's physical. It's something that you will be able to now incorporate into those to-do lists. 
And that could be it for like a couple weeks. I mean, it's not that big of a deal because it's still more than you, you did for the past, like however long you had that idea, right? So so if you just do a to-do list and then it's got to stop for a second because life got in the way, then give it a, a minute and get back to it when you can. I think all too often, what I've learned from listening to either self-help or coaches or things I've seen online, which are helpful, it helped me, is it's always very, that just bulldozes right into the front of your life. And every now and then they throw out like, and we understand you have other responsibilities, but real life like punches you in the face. I was building this and talking to my husband about how awesome of an idea and how happy I was that I found this goal. And then a month later, he moved out and we separated. I went through that while the happiest moment of my life was happening. So life will get in your face regardless. So I don't know if it's a reality to say you can't, you know, you can make this your ultimate goal in life because sometimes you can't. Sometimes it has to be in the background and slowly picking up steam or sometimes it can work in tandem if you're that fortunate. I mean, I'm doing this because I wanted to have a little bit more fun in my life. I wanted to take control of my creative side and do something that's totally for me. That's all I really needed. I can deal with the realities and the norms if I'm allowed to be who I am, when I want, how I want in some other platform. And that's that's the basis for Project Weird. You, you may like it. You may think it's strange. You may hear some stuff. I mean, I'm going to be talking about, I already have like a layout and I'm going to be talking about tub shrooms. Like uh, it's one of my favorite things, but I'm going to have a whole episode about tub shrooms. Probably not but I may talk about it for a while. That could be funny or cartoons or books or, or I don't know, various, my favorite colors to paint with. I have no idea what it's going to be, but those are the, but this is the platform that's feeding what I want to do. And I'm hoping that in between all of that insanity, you get something out that helps you do it as well. So that was a huge tangent for our number three to-do list. Um, Number four is one hour is all you need. I say that because um, it could be one hour a day, an hour a week, even an hour a month. I think we get caught up in, I don't have time because anything we think of might take a lot of time. Well, yeah, you might not be able to you know, accomplish it tomorrow or in a year. It might take a couple of years because it's incorporated into things you're already doing. So give yourself a minute and then or give yourself an hour actually. And that's it because you're still closer than when you were just talking yourself out of it. You're still an hour closer. And then next month when you take an hour, now you're two hours closer. So it builds up. And then number five is everyone has the same amount of hours in a day. And I always say that to myself whenever I'm just like, how does Beyonce do this? Or how do people just seem, you know, I always think of Beyonce because she's amazing, but it's like, she does wake up and is probably working you know, and before, you know, you tell me, oh, well, she has a chef and a nanny and a hairdresser and a, well, she didn't always, you know, she was singing at church when she started with her family and her dad helped. Like it was a slow build that took a long friggin' time and she worked at it and she was working at it when she was still trying to go to school. And then she was doing it when she had a family and she became a mom and she did that. So it's like, let's remember that not every day is great. Some days, something doesn't get accomplished and some days and some goals are just going to last forever 
until they actually get accomplished. So it's important to know that everybody starts with the same amount of time. And it's okay if your day was taken up by your responsibilities. People rely on you if you have to support your family, if you have a mental illness that takes priority, if you are struggling with anything or your job is you know, 10, 15 hour days. There's still ways to carve out just a little portion of like a little bit of weirdness, like bring it in, do a little something, you know, put, put the tattoo like in your armpit. No one will see it. It'll be fine. Grow hair over it. Even if you're a chick, I mean, who cares? But at least you know that it's there. At least you did a little something that was like, (laughs) it wasn't normal and forget everybody else. And no one's going to judge me. And that was for me. And I feel great. Those will eventually be way more exciting, way more fun. So I hope that that offered some insight into what Project Weird is, um, what this podcast is going to offer, and why I started the podcast by calling you a weirdo. And it's W-Y-R-D-O because it's about all of us being in charge of that debt, personal destiny and our goals and our future. We're going to do it our way. We're going to do it our way in a strange way. Maybe people don't get it, but it's going to be how we do it. Just like this is how I'm recording the podcast. This is episode one. We're going to see what happens when I start editing. Let's see what the magic editor does. But this was something I wanted to do and I just did it. We'll see if it resonates with all of you. And I really hope it does. If you do like this podcast, I really hope that you like and follow it and and share it so more people can find this podcast and really try to grow the message. Also feel free to visit projectweird.com. And again, it's projectwyrd.com. And I am on Instagram at projectweird also. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Danny Kay. Ciao.